0: think back to the days where there was a cotton candy pink background on your PowerPoint with some sort of animated GIF that is, you know, walking around or stumbling or riding a horse. It's just weird things. You know, in the 90s, clip art was just the rave. And now if we look back at some of those original powerpoints we designed it's like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. I'm Becky Bike Booth with the Bob Pike group and using visuals in your training it's a really significant important part, but doing it well is equally important. That's the bottom line if it's necessary or if it's nice. For virtual training, we really just need the necessary visuals, whereas in the classroom, we can do both necessary and nice. Now, some things to consider when you're deciding on what visual to use. One, I'm gonna put it in a PowerPoint if it's gonna add value to the text that I have on there, and it's gonna improve learning. There's nothing worse than a slide with 7,000 words and you say, I know you can't really read this. If you have to say that, ditch it. Break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces. One image, one thought. If you haven't already purchased Gar Reynolds' book, Presentation Zen, you need to get it. He has a first edition, a second edition, and a third edition. All are different, um, but The idea is to represent your content with an image and having just some keywords. He shares how the brain can only do one or the other. It either is reading your slide or it's listening to you. So the words that you have on the slide, you actually have to say out loud if you want the combination to occur where I'm focused not on only on listening to you, but I also get the visual along with it. Now I do not think you need to have a theme throughout the entire segment. If you watch any of our free webinars, we do one to two every single month, you'll notice that some of our opening slides relate to the time of year. So it's time for fall and autumn. So we might have leaves or quiz questions or polls on the topic of Halloween or the topic of the holidays. And I don't have to follow that through the remainder of my PowerPoint. I can use it just as my opening segment or my soft opener, which happens before. Again, you don't have to have a theme throughout the entire segment. Now, I will say that some of us are more visual in our learning style. And so some people are going to benefit more from the visuals than others. However, keep in mind that it's a myth that some people are only auditory learners. It's a myth that people are only, you know, tactile learners. Those were debunked long ago. Yes, these are different ways for us to learn. But experts have have shared time and time again that being able to mentally visualize content can really help in the foundation of the teaching. And so just keep that in mind. Visuals really do have a high impact, especially if they're bad. Oh my gosh, if they're terrible, all people are doing is looking at that terrible image and not listening to you. So make sure you're using quality images. If you need free images, go to Pixabay. P I X A B A Y. They have over a million different images that are free to use. If you want a, you know, a really affordable place to get images, maybe a buck or two per image, go to somewhere like bigstockphoto.com and they have amazing visuals. So that's something to think about as you're designing. So some questions to ask yourself. What slides are important to the lesson I'm teaching? What can I explain in a visual manner versus just in an auditory lecture at? Are there multiple topics that could benefit from maybe a flow chart or maybe a diagram of some sort, a Venn diagram? If I make one learning object, can I use it in other sessions? That's a great, if you can use something multiple times, multiple ways, it's worth investing some time in creating that visual. Um, and, And finally, just consider, does my session includes really abstract thinking, some abstract ideas, and if I can possibly create uh, a metaphor or an analogy and have it be with a picture, that can help to make something really complex and difficult easy. So as you're looking at your visuals, your PowerPoint, whether it's a wall chart, really just consider these concepts as you head into designing your next piece. Thanks for listening to this creative training technique tip. We're glad to have you. Thank you for listening. Join us on an RSS feed or add us to your likes, and we'll be back every week for you to listen. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week.